turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Wow, good evening. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have y'all here with me. I mean, it has just broke. Talk about explosions. Twitter went nuts today, and I'm not even, stories on Twitter went nuts, and I'm not and I'm not even a big Twitter fan. Um, so, But we got lots of an incredible amount of breaking news happening from uh, D.C. And, and that affects us here in the States as well as around the globe. Things are getting hot, hot, hot. Over in the Middle East, and uh, we've got a great lineup of guests here tonight to break all this down. Our buddy Ed Martin of the Ed Martin Movement. Y'all hear him every night here at 9 p.m. He's going to be here. We're going to talk about what's happening with Iran and how things are getting hot, as well as an update on some potential um, plans maybe for Venezuela. So stay tuned for that because President Trump is not just focused on uh, domestic policy here and making things uh, better for us in our lives here, but also helping keep us safe here by dealing with issues Around the world, of course. Speaking of issues here at home, man, uh, some breaking news happened today that should concern everybody involving what used to be the, one of the most respected college in, uh, in universities or institutions in this country, Harvard. And so, Spencer Brown from YAF, from YAF, um, Young America's Foundation. I always uh, want to make sure I get it right. Uh, Young America's Foundation is going to be here to talk about that. And we got that and more. And by the way, I promised y'all Friday that we were going to do another four-pack of tickets for the fair giveaway tonight. That's right. Y'all didn't get to go to the fair this weekend. Not sure you're going to be able to go because you're thinking it's too much money. We'll call in later on the show. We're going to give away a family four-pack general admission tickets to the fair. Super easy. DJ Carrot Sticks is making it easy on y'all. Call in 888-344-1170. All you got to do is tell us what your favorite fair food is if you're the third caller, and you will get a family four-pack of tickets to the fair. And speaking of that man who's making it easy on y'all, he makes it easy on me every night to do what I do. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. DJ Carrot Sticks on the Andrea K Show, everybody. Call 888-344-1170, everybody. That's right. We want to hear from you, everybody. Right here, everybody. Best thing about those tickets, not only is it free, you know, to get you win the tickets, mm-hmm. but you don't have to wait in that long line to buy tickets. Oh, that's right. Last time I went to the fair, which was like four years ago, it's been a while. Um, it, I don't remember. It snuck, it snaked around. It was like waiting to get on, you know, a ride at Disneyland. It was like waiting to get on Indiana Jones, which is my favorite ride at Disneyland. So, yeah, so you don't have to wait in line. You, that's just that much quicker. You get to get inside and start eating something that's been batter dipped and deep fried. Um, 888-344-1170. If you want to call and we're going to do, do the ticket giveaway around 45 minutes past the hour. But you can also call in at any time before then or after if you've got anything on your mind. I'm curious. I posed this question earlier on Facebook today because the – we are it feels like we're not we're it feels like we're 5 years away from the next president general election for president but we've got the same nonsense new day same nonsense with these polling trying to convince us that president trump is down by 10 points everywhere and, and, and 10 points behind biden as well as behind even bernie sanders are y'all believing that some people actually are concerned because president trump actually 
of some of their polling people were fired today because of leaks that internal polls didn't look good for President Trump. And so I'm curious if you guys are, I I posted the question earlier on Facebook, who's buying these poll numbers out there? If you're buying it, if you're concerned, I want to hear from you. Tell me why you're concerned, because for the life of me, I can't buy into even any internal polling that was done. Who did, I'm glad he fired whoever was involved in it, because if they if they had to be fired because they leaked, then that tells me that their polling models were bad. And it was a setup to make Trump look bad. And they were a part of the deep state, part of the establishment, trying to set him up for failure. I don't remember in my lifetime polling being done this early out. Do you, DJ Carrot Sticks? No. It's practically too – usually it starts – I mean it doesn't even make sense anybody's focusing on this. And and to think that – and the fact that this was a Fox News poll uh, did not lend any credibility to it because I think those of us who you know have been longtime Fox News, we've seen the shift there. And, mo- and I think this poll is just like any other where uh, they oversample Democrats. I mean how many, how many hard hats from Michigan – who have gotten a job and are out swinging a hammer thanks to President Trump or working in a manufacturing plant really participated in this poll. Carrot Stakes, have you ever taken a poll? No, I haven't. I haven't. I they used to back probably in the early 2000s, back when I was a uh, – uh, I started to say a streetwalker. I was a <laughs> – I was a precinct commander. I used to walk the neighborhood. Oh <laughs> I used to walk the neighborhoods for the Republican Party to help get out the vote. And um, at that time, because I I, there, I was well documented for doing all that, I would get calls. Um, of course, that was also before you know back. I mean, I don't know if anybody who has landlines anymore. It's also these polls I think are done mostly with people who still have landlines. Do you even have a landline anymore, DJ Karasix? No, just a cell phone. But when you first started talking about the story, I thought for sure it was the CNN poll. So I'm I'm surprised it was a Fox one. Um, you know, it was interesting because they were talking about this morning about how CNN is real heavy on impeachment talk yeah. because their numbers are down and stuff. And mm-hmm. so they've kind of been talking a lot about impeachment to get more people to click on their page. Run out. Well, it looks like maybe Fox's numbers aren't doing that too good either. If they're doing this poll that this, this, you know, so far out just to get people to click on the story or listen into them. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's probably clickbait. It's a way for them to get attention and, and draw something to themselves. The first Democrat debates are coming up. There's some controversy surrounding that. That's next week. I'm curious from you guys if any of you are going to watch that. I'm probably going to record it, and then maybe, uh, you know, I'm going to have to have a hog down on my favorite food. Some, I'm going to have to self-medicate with a bunch of nachos and pizza and hot dogs. In How order many to people are going to be in the debate? Is it like 30? Yeah, it's like 20. And I think there's some controversy because they wanted, I think the or, the Democrat Party wanted NBC was going to do it to kind of split it up, mix in the top people with the, the lesser people to try to keep eyeballs on it. But I think the way NBC did it, they've got all the top people going to be all together because who's going to sit for 30 people to be in a debate? Who's going to sit there for like a marathon, a marathon of socialism, a marathon of lies, a marathon of people like Elizabeth Warren going yammering on and on and on, uh, you know, with anti-Trump's will talking about the, you know, complete nonsense that is not going to sell to the American people. No, they got to keep, they got to, they got to move it and keep their front runners there. And I am just not believing that the American people are so off the rails. They must be polling illegals. Because I don't believe that the American people are so irrational that right now, when we have the greatest economic revival in my lifetime coming of off what we came off of, when we have and, – and that the greatest unemployment numbers in the history 
for minorities in this country. When we have the first president of the United States, all these social justice warrior stuff, there's not been one other president, Democrat, who did the prison reform that he did to help uh, the minorities get out of prison and try to help them get a job. He's the first president in U.S. history. They're going against him, calling him homophobic, who's actually around the world trying to decriminalize, save people from being thrown off of rooftops in Saudi Arabia, the same co- country that gave Hillary Clinton $25 million. I mean, it just doing everything that he can do to keep us safe around the world. Unlike Obama, who did exactly what Dinesh D'Souza predicted at the end of, of his movie 2016. He said, by the end of 2016, Obama will have us militarily and eco- economically neutered with the Middle East completely under is radical Islamist rule. And that's exactly where we're at. And President Trump has turned that around. We are much safer today than we were before President Trump took office. So it defies common sense. Do, but I do think that the peril is in the fact, and this is why we do so many segments and why it's important that we talk. We've got Spencer Brown from YAV coming up after this and why we've got to talk about Harvard and what's going on. We've got to continue to make the American people understand that the threat that we face to permanent damage being done to this country comes with the fact that the left has hijacked our media, hijacked our schools, and, and, and that's why it's a concern about Fox because they, they have made headway in convincing the American people that there is a version of socialism that will work. That, that what's happening in Venezuela, people starving, kids dying, hunting down dogs for food, that's just socialism gone wrong. Allow Elizabeth Warren or AOC or, or Bernie Sanders to take over and suddenly socialism is going to work even though it, is, it, it resulted in the wholesale slaughter of hundreds of millions of people and it's never worked anywhere. On top of it, um, we still have uh, – I think the American people – 60-something percent of the American people, when they found out that the IRS had been weaponized, targeting people for politics with the most powerful at the time, the most powerful agency, the only agency in this country that can declare you guilty until proven innocent and seize your property, 60-something percent of the American people said, we can't have that in this country. Well, that's what's also what's going on with our FBI and our DOJ. The American people, the majority of the American people, talk about polls, the majority of the American people recently in polls said that they believe that President Trump was targeted unfairly and they want an investigation. Thank goodness. And and it may be, unfortunately, I'm hoping and hoping and hoping that what William Barr is going to do is that he's not going to try to take five years. He's going to stop when he's got enough of the goods. We don't need to know every email. We don't need to see every bit of evidence to prove that we had the a cover-up by, led by Comey and the Obama administration to cover up the blatant crimes by the Secretary of State involving the felonious email scheme and the graph with the uh, pay-for-play schemes with the Secretary of State, but then an illegal spying campaign and then a coup attempt. I'm hoping that before the election we are going to have results for the American people that includes accountability. Today, um, Judicial Watch has received more evidence that the State Department, that even more people – were involved. Far more people were involved than just we were led to believe, oh, it's just a few people at the top of the FBI. Oh, no. Judicial Watch has now received an e- um, multiple emails proving that it involved the State Department, 43 pages of documents from the State Department revealing that its special coordinator for Libya, Jonathan Weiner, and some other Victoria Newland person played a key role in facilitating Stills' access to other top government officials. This even included... Um, Receiving class, classified documents being sent to, and, and other documents being sent to Mark Warner, Ben Cardin, Corker, and Steny Hoyer. 
So this this is the, the deep state goes deep with this. And we need answers. And more importantly, we need accountability. And let me tell you, if the truth comes out, there will be not a chance for any of them 20 Democrats to even get close to the Oval Office. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got to pick up the conversation with Spencer Brown from YAF talking about what happened today with Harvard. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Do you work with an investment advisor or do you work with a broker? Well, investment advisors are bound to a fiduciary standard that was established as part of the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. The act is pretty specific, and it tells us what a fiduciary is. And basically, it means that an advisor must place the interests of the client first. It consists of a duty of loyalty and care, and it simply means that the advisor must always act in the best interest of his or her client. It also means that an advisor must do his best to make sure that the investment advice that is given is using accurate and complete information. So friends, do you work with a registered investment advisor that has a fiduciary standard or do you work with a broker that's earning commissions? If you'd like to talk about it, make sure you give me a call for your free consultation. 800-727-PLAN. 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. 800-727-PLAN. Hi, this is Andrea Kay from Move America Forward. The members of our military stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. They are the true defenders of our freedoms. They serve knowing that they may even give up their lives in service to their nation. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. You miss home, you miss America, you miss your family more than anything in the world. And what it means when you get these care packages, it, it, it's, it's a hug from home. It's somebody sending you something. Hey, we care about you. We miss you. We hope you're well. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $250 sends 10, $100 sends 4, $50 sends 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. And when you call in, dictate a personal greeting. It just means so much when they open that care pack. It brings smiles to their faces and, yes, even tears to their 
eyes. Call now, toll-free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And while they last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Donate $500 and you and a guest can sit in on one of my upcoming shows here on The Answer San Diego. Call now, toll-free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888-344-1170. That's the number for you to call if you want to win a family four-pack of tickets to the San Diego County Fair. Or if you want to call in, I got a question for y'all today. Who's buying? Who's believing these polls? That President Trump, with all the success that he's had, in spite of the Republican Party, by the way, that he's really underwater to this degree and that people are really prepared to go and vote for Bernie Sanders over him or creepy, gropey, plagiaristic Joe Biden. I ain't even believing that for a second. But y'all tell me what you think. 888-344-1170. We're going to now switch gears and talk to Spencer Brown from YAF, Young America's Foundation, about the breaking story today involving what used to be the most respected uh, center of higher education in the country, which now to me, I mean, I think, you know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather send my kid to Murray's House of Learning than to Harvard at this point, particularly after, after what they did to Kyle Kashev. And Spencer Brown joins me now to discuss this. Hi, Spence. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, thanks so much for having me back. Okay, so... Um, so this uh, Kyle, I, I, how do, I'm never sure how to pronounce his last name. You, uh, I believe it's just Kashif. Kashif. Okay. So this young man was accepted into, and had tip to him for being willing to go. You know, this is a you know Second Amendment defender. He's been you know targeted by the left after being a victim of Parkland and not towing the the liberal line. So he decides to throw his hat in the ring, gets accepted into this far left institution. And then to catch everybody up who's not familiar with the story, um, the left did what they do, right? I mean, they dug through his underwear drawer till they found that uh, that he had said some really ugly things. And then the social justice warrior mob went after Harvard to rescind his admissions, and that happened. Your thoughts on this? Well, I think what we're seeing here is something that you know happens all too often on college campuses, which is this sort of leftist outrage mob that you mentioned just constantly is looking for its next target. You know, they're never satisfied with the status quo. They're always looking for somebody else to go after. Um, And obviously it's always somebody who's conservative. So, you know, Harvard has proven time and again, especially recently, that they're no friend to conservatives. Um, And so what they did in this case is sort of exactly their, their playbook. You know, they found uh, something that he had said a few years ago, which again, completely uh, repugnant thing, belief that, you know, no conservative um, who's truly a conservative would end up thinking once they're a fully formed conservative. Um, you know, we respect the individuality of everyone and recognize that everyone is made in the image of God and has those certain inalienable rights. Um, but I think sort of the question now that this has raised that I think we kind of have to come to terms with as a country, um, Philip Klein wrote a great column on this today in the Washington Examiner, but asking, you know, if there's not room to apologize and move on and learn and grow after you're 16, then how are we supposed to fight bigotry in this country? You know, how are we supposed to move on from that 
if something that you do as a child, when you know nobody really is fully formed at that age, how do we ever move on from that? And is are people really irredeemable after a certain point? And obviously the left believes that, um, but as a country, you know, we can't we can't operate in that manner. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has, uh, you know, things that they've done that they regret. Um, but there should be room for redemption. And, you know, obviously the left has just completely ignored that fact. Well, yeah, because um, it's there's there's two sets of rules for conservatives and, and for Democrats. You know, Samantha B can go on, can dedicate time for script writing, uh, have it loaded into a prompter, stand there in front of a TV screen and call the, the, the daughter of the president of the United States the C word and keep her job. And that was an adult who did that. The time and effort, if anybody's familiar with TV production, knows that there was a lot of time and effort that was involved in that slur. Um, so that that's OK for an adult to do that. Let's look at Matt, Matt Walsh pointed out something uh, good today in terms of the d- double standard. He said here we had a kid. A teenager who's who said the use of the N word. He's lost and not just his Harvard admissions at this point. Now it's like what what institution is going to take him? He's a hot potato. He's probably forever ruined, if not completely permanently damaged. Meanwhile, we got a governor of Virginia who, as an adult, is either in blackface or wearing a white hood and a pick. But that's okay. So the left is about forgiveness. It's about forgiving Jesse Smollett for wasting thousands of dollars and putting people's lives at risk in Chicago with a phony hate crime story. It's about forgiving uh, Samantha B for calling Ivanka the C-word. It's always about, it's about forgiving anytime anybody on the left does something, we're supposed to forgive no matter what the worst of the worst. I mean, we have the left that, that thinks that child molesters and child rapists should be forgiven, but this kid doesn't deserve forgiveness. And it's because this isn't really about the African-Americans or black people, that's not what the left cares about. They care about division. They care about using identity politics, playing a game of gotcha to destroy him and therefore attempt to marginalize and destroy all conservatives. That, to me, is the end game. Well, I think if you look at just the effect that this double standard has, is actually really damaging even to conservatives because we're not the type to look the other way when something like this happens. You know, we want to kind of grapple with it and think through it and understand, you know, how – how this kind of thing happens and what kind of thinking leads to this. Whereas the left, again, like you pointed out, I mean, the governor here in Virginia, uh, which is where our headquarters is, you know, this is a situation where he knew he just had to wait a little while and the outrage mob would obviously, the media and everybody else would move on in about two, two minutes. And so it's, it's really unfortunate because conservatives, again, we want to work through it and we want to, you know, we look for that sincere apology and we look for a change in beliefs and a change in actions, um, whereas the left will never do that. And so it makes it really hard to, it makes it sort of uneven, uh, an uneven battlefield there where conservatives, you know, really do actually care about what people think and what people believe. Whereas the left for them, it's just, if you, if you are checking enough of the boxes and sort of the woke Olympics, you're fine and you can do whatever you want and get away with it. Whereas conservatives, you know, are basically ruined for life if they make any misstep in the left eyes. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it's all, ultimately it's about power because if you look at this double standard, liberalism is where liberty goes to die. It's about the unequal treatment of certain people under the false guise of equality. Why is it okay? Okay, for me to be called the C word all day long by men and women of all ages from the left, it's okay to hurl that, which is about the most, which to me is just as as vicious, just as vile, just as nasty, and just as disgusting as uh, some teenagers who were singing along to a rap video and got disciplined by their school. I don't know if you heard of that story. You know, um, you know, but but the the double standard is absolutely real, and I have to wonder that with that part of the double standard and the lack of forgiveness of conservatives might also be that what what this young man has going against him is the fact that he's considered to, to have uh, white privilege. 
Well, and I think another thing, too, if you look at it, you know, nobody has done more to sort of cheapen accusations of racism or sexism or misogyny than the left, because they, with whether it be hate crime hoaxes or whether it be the fact that they call people like Ben Shapiro a white supremacist and an anti-Semite and all these other ridiculous things, you know, it's gotten to the point where when you call everybody racist or misogynist or bigoted, then really nobody is. And, you know, they continually use that same sort of rhetoric against the president, you know, calling him a Nazi and everything else. And honestly, there are, there are certain ways of thinking and ideologies that are truly evil. But when you apply those and point out that, you know, fact and people who are not anywhere close to it, you know, you do cheapen and lessen the ability of us to actually take an honest look at those things. Yeah. And, you know, and and getting back to the idea of forgiveness and redemption, you know, Obama was forgiven after, you know, by the left after he evolved on his stance on gay marriage. You know, it's like, uh, you know, he you're not allowed to if if you he would be still be considered if he was you know Donald Trump he would still be considered you know homophobic so but we do need to get to a place in this country where we're allowing for forgiveness because how are you supposed to get better as a human being if you're told that one mistake defines you forever and you're you're completely done and you're not allowed to have a future to do that to our youth in this country and that's happening all over our college campuses not just with Harvard, yes? Oh, not by any means. No, this is happening all over the country. If you look at what happened or is still unfolding, I guess, at Oberlin College you know, in Ohio, it's the same thing where the university or the college there chose to take the side of social justice rather than allowing the criminal justice system and due process to unfold. Um, and that ended up costing them $44 million uh, against uh, in that lawsuit with the bakery there. And so, I mean, wherever you look, this is happening. Uh, where the left, you know, just runs roughshod over sort of any sort of common sense. And I think the point you made last about, you know, forgiveness and the importance of being able to, you know, take an honest look at yourself and decide, you know, evaluate where you are and what you believe. I think that's a uniquely conservative value now where the left, um, you know, sort of denies the idea of personal responsibility, whereas conservatives do believe in that. And we believe in intellectual diversity and the free and open exchange of ideas, whereas the left does not. Mm-hmm. And so without those ideas of personal responsibility, you know, you would never believe that, oh, I need to take a look at myself and decide, evaluate my ideas and my beliefs and see if I can change. And if I do need to change, do I need to apologize for them? And I think, you know, we saw that from Kyle, where he issued a very heartfelt apology and, you know, expressed this was something that I did that I regret deeply, and I've come to understand, you know, conservatism and the dignity of the individual a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, the left never does that because they don't believe in responsibility. To them, it's always someone else's fault. Right. Whereas Kyle took this personal responsibility and said, I was wrong. I've changed. But of course, the left won't recognize that. Well, yeah. And I think it was I think it was cruel of them to come back to him and say, you know, give us give us a statement. Help us to understand here. Can you clarify this? If they were just going to going to bag him and can him and rescind their admissions, why jerk him through that process? I found that that was just incredibly cruel and so hypocritical because have they really scoured the text messages as part of their admissions of everybody that's put in an application? Quite frankly, I find that the profanity laced rants from David Hogg about old blank parents and you better you don't know how to do that hand me your effing phone and you and the f f laced tirades against nra members was far more uh, you know immature showed showed much more immaturity and or equal immaturity and equal um grace or whatever the words that harvard used as anything that that cash of day well, yeah, I mean, again, it's that double standard. But I think if you look at it even from another level, if you look, I mean, Harvard's hands itself are not clean because of the racial preferences and the system that they use for their admissions process at all. 
Um, you know, if you look at, I mean, I think I, I believe it's Harvard right now. It's facing a lawsuit over that subject where, you know, are they actually taking a look at people objectively or are they assigning, you know, points to people based on, uh, you know, their ethnicity or their background. Right. And that racial preferences system that has reigned supreme, you know, for so long now in higher education is really, um, you know, not a good situation either. Because, again, they're subjectively choosing to uh, look at somebody's skin color and say, you know, yeah. oh, they deserve more, they deserve less. Um, and it's that sort of thinking that is just completely an affront to conservatism and the values that our country was built on. Absolutely. They were busted with um, affecting it, having to push down uh, Asian students down in terms of their admissibility by saying that they weren't scoring high enough on personality and other ridiculous areas because they were scoring too high on academics that other people couldn't compete with them. Gee, you know, we got we they're doing too well in, in academics in their high school. We got to do something to. Um, diminish their success in order to allow somebody else to uh, to uh, go in over them so it's yeah i i don't respect harvard and certainly less do today for what they've done but i love what you're doing uh to make people understand and what you, uh, what's happening on college campuses and for what you're doing for conservative activism how can people find your organization and get involved yeah, they can find information. I know it's not the school year right now, but we do have student conferences over the summer for high school and college students, and they can find all the information on those on our website, which is just yaf.org, uh, or they can follow us on Twitter at yaf for updates on everything else we have going on. Thank you, Spencer Brown. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned because we got Ed Martin from the Ed Martin Movement going to be here. I wonder if he's done anything sketchy in his background. He might not want us to talk about DJ Carrot Sticks, and then later on, We've got a family of four-pack tickets to the San Diego County Fair, so stay tuned. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. With over 20 Democrats announcing 2020 presidential bids, the campaign reflects the chaos of a NASCAR race. But already there's one defining separation in the pack. Will Democrats steer hard left with Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren or Kamala Harris or center left with Joe Biden? The dangerous myth Democrats believe is that anyone can beat Donald Trump, but the polls show only Biden with a significant lead. For many Democrats, however, including young voters, Biden is old school and too moderate. They want their vote to count on some big progressive, even socialist ideas. So here's the Democrats' dilemma, the principle or the politics. Do they want to win the presidency, where Biden is their best bet, or seek to change the country but lose? We have a year to learn their answer. I'm David Davenport. 
The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Dentists from all over the world travel to learn from Dr. Jeff Gray. He is a clinical instructor at the Coy Center in Seattle, Washington. It's one of the top postgraduate teaching centers in the world. And he travels there several times a year to teach and share his experience with other dentists regarding the most complex and comprehensive dental care that exists. And he and Dr. Hurtado also train at the Coy Center from other dentists so they can be prepared to give you the best care possible for your oral health. And aren't those the type of doctors that you will trust your oral health to? Because oral health is overall health. Bleeding gums are not normal and can lead to many health problems, including heart attack, stroke, high blood pressure, diabetes, even cancer. It's very important to take care of your oral health. And with Dr. Jeff Gray and Dr. Hurtado, there's no scolding. They're not going to make you feel bad if it's been decades since you've been to the dentist. They're just glad you're there. Call and mention this station for your one-on-one appointment. 619-337-7700 or Jeff Gray with an A, Jeff Gray, DDS.com. It's no secret that we have bad water in San Diego. Strange odors, chlorine taste, new disinfectants, you get the picture. What you need is Superior Water's Waterboy Whole House System. It removes all the harmful stuff, descales, limescale buildup, and leaves you with fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Superior Water launched their company right here on KCBQ over 20 years ago. Now they're offering the answer Waterboy discount. $500 off any Waterboy Whole House System. Call 1-800-WATERBOY today for a free estimate and water test. The Waterboy also extends the life of your appliances and even improves dry skin. The Waterboy has five star ratings and is maintenance free with the best warranty in the business call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask for the answer waterboy discount that's 1-800-WATERBOY or visit superiorwater.com and remember bad water is a serious problem and the waterboy is your answer make the change this spring to have fresh tasting water from every tap superior's water from every tap it's a whole house system in a snap FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer. San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. 888-344-1170. If you want to win tickets for the San Diego County fair, we're giving away a family four pack coming up here in a little bit during the break. DJ carrot sticks. And I were talking about San Diego's opening another uh, parking lot today for those living out of their cars and a whole lot of questions as to the mess that might be involved in this. So if you're living in San Diego, I'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on it because there's a whole lot of ways that that could go really, really ugly. I, I expect you to chime in there, DJ Carrot Oh, I agree. You know, yeah. It would be really bad. Uh, yeah. Could be bad. Could could be bad. And, of course, it's not going to solve the homeless problem. It's just going to cost us more money. $14 million is going to be allocated for this for one parking lot. Um, and it doesn't answer a lot of questions in terms of where people are going to, what facilities are going to be there and, you know, waste cleanup. You know, are we are we basically now going to have a tent city? But I got my buddy Ed Martin. Y'all hear him every night here at 9 p.m. When you're done with me, you go have a little, you know, snacky poo, a little cocktail or whatever. Re- recharge your batteries. Then you tune into Ed at 9 o'clock and he joins me now. Hey, Ed, welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Is that parking lot going to be near the ocean? I mean, is, is there maybe I, maybe I could slip down there and get the minivan down there and, yeah. and park out. What do you think? Escape well, all the kids? Might be a good <laughs> Father's Day present, you know? You know what? It's funny you should say that because that's probably what we're going to have next. We're probably going to have paid for by the taxpayers, you know, bet, uh, better you uh, beachfront property in the form of come bring your car there. You know what? At that point, I might do that, DJ Carrot Sticks. I might get me a nice SUV and go live down at the beach. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, Ed. 
Um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But go ahead. Anyway, what's going on? Well, what's going on is uh, things are getting hot around the world, and uh, the uh, there was an announcement tonight that a thousand troops are being sent over over to the Middle East. Rouhani has been talking smack, talking ugly. Yep. We know that they uh, they uh, use torpedoes, whatever whatever method that they used to rip into yep. some tankers at the Strait of Hormuz. Although CNN is asking Mike Pompeo to re- to release the classified information to justify that. I mean, we actually have the left in this country, Ed, saying that they doubt. Mike Pompeo, they doubt the State Department and are, you know, um, going against their own president of the United States. In other words, they don't care about the security of this country and what President Trump is trying to do to keep us safe. How how yeah. close do you think that we might be to military action with Iran right now? Well, well, I, I hope um, I hope that uh, Iran realizes how bad that would be for them. And I, I think the American leadership knows we don't want a war. But I think, you know, the way to be I always quote uh, George Washington, you know, one of, in one of his early uh, addresses, he said the way to know that the uh, way to be safe and have peace is to have your enemy know how uh, strong and great your army is. You got to make it great. So, look, I, I, I think Iran what I think is really happening here is Iran is being uh, crippled by the sanctions. They're now making noise. They're trying to increase their leverage, saying, hey, we're going to pull out of the last of the Iran pact and go uh, seeking more of the you know, weaponized materials where we're doing these things with tankers. I think it's kind of I, I really think it's a kind of um, a death rattle of the administration because the people of Iran, as you may know, and I know your listeners have heard us talk about it. They're pretty well educated. The people there are well educated. They're they're inventive, creative people. It's the administration there, the leadership that has, you know, I only heard this yesterday on a, a report. There's two navies in Iran. One is the Iran Navy, a real Navy with guys wearing uniforms and doing good things. And then there's one of these uh, Republican Guard navies that's meant to protect the leadership. Mm-hmm. If you've got to have a second Navy to protect your yeah. leadership, that, that says something about where the people yeah. are. So I I hope this is a death rattle before the uh, uh, Iranians uh, get some kind of change. I don't want a war. I know you don't. I mean, we are, but, but we have to be smart. We can't be weak. Otherwise, uh, they'll take advantage of it. Right. And and we and it's not enough to send a thousand troops over there. It's not enough to have sent battle groups in, in terms of ships and, and everything that's involved in, in, a, in a battle group, destroyers and aircraft carriers and all that. Our enemies have to believe that if it came to it, that we would actually use our strength, not just be in possession right. of it. It does no good for us to be in possession of strength if we have a president like Obama, who they know is not – well, with Obama, not only do they know that he's not going to implement any – use any of that to do – to uh, against our enemies. He actually – this is the same regime, by the way, people, that Obama laundered how many billions of dollars to, enabling yeah, them right. – to enabling them to get a nuclear weapon that they could then use to fulfill what they have been pledging now teaching their children to chant in schools, which is death to America and death to Israel. And so I hope right. that they believe that we'll actually use uh, use our strength. And I hope that we actually will if it comes to it. because we. Yeah. And then that will send a message to all the other bad actors around the world, like little Rocket Man to China. No, oh, by the way, we got to talk about Venezuela because President Trump is going to be giving a rally in Orlando tomorrow. And... <clears throat> He's already been kind of tipping his hand that he wants to talk about Venezuela. He wants to do what he can to get in socialism there, mm-hmm. in the, not just to help the Venezuelans, but also for the cause of freedom around the world. Your thoughts? Right. Well, I, I, I think you're exactly right. And let me say this, you know, 
the president is often criticized as unpredictable, right? They, people say he is unpredictable. I would say the opposite. He, he, I remember, you'll remember, remember when he, he, he uh, bombed, uh, sent in uh, missiles into Syria, and mm-hmm. a lot of us were like, wait, was that a was that really what we thought it was? What was he doing there? But what I think he was doing at that, it was early in his presidency, is he was saying, look, I got big time weapons. I've got big time options. Yet you see that I'll do it. And I'll do it when I see pictures of kids mm-hmm. that make me sad. I'm going to bomb you. And I think everybody's like, uh-oh, this guy's unpredictable. But the second thing he's done is he has spent a ton of money. He's asked for it and got it on the military. So our military is stronger than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. It's readier than it's ever been. My friends, a couple of buddies of mine are in the Pentagon, they say the generals are in charge, not the bean counters, not the eggheads from Johns Hopkins or Harvard. And so they're ready. And I look, uh, the Monroe Doctrine, you know, which is famous. So all these decades for our hemisphere about keeping communism, which is, you know, socialism and communism, are, of course, directly linked and, and one leads to the other. And I think the president's just saying, look, we're not going to tolerate this and we're going to do what we can to help people. Here's the wrinkle. The wrinkle is they're really at a stalemate. You know, now the leadership in Venezuela, the opposition has corruption inquiries into his people. Of course, the Maduro, the the ruling uh, leader, is corrupt as can be. So it's really a mess that uh, it's not clear how to get stable. But again, I think you're right. Look, some of this is politics. The president's uh, re-election kickoff in Florida. Uh, There's a lot of Venezuelans there who want to see their country return to them. So he's going to try to get there. But I don't know what the solution is. Well, obviously, there's obviously a a Cuban population, Cuban refugees in Florida as well, a huge amount of them. And, you know, uh, I I think it was Lindsey Graham in an interview with Hugh Hewitt had an idea that we need to put some pressure on Cuba, like basically telling them skedaddle. Skedaddle if you know what's good for you. So I'd like to hear more of that because I think that a strong stance against them and um, is really the way to go. And, and I would like to see that strategy implemented. Okay, one minute left. What's with uh-huh. these? What's with these polls, man? I mean, you oh, yeah. are you believing that Trump's down ten points all over the place to everybody, no, including no, Bernie look, Sanders? Look, Come on. Look, look. This is all fake polls, and and that fake polling it goes like this. When I was uh, helping talk about Trump on election day, twenty sixteen, uh, someone said to me, "Well, he's going to lose everywhere." And I said, "Look, in Missouri, he's winning by four. It feels like he's going to win by a lot more. He won by 19 in Missouri. They made it so unpalatable to say you're for Trump that the polls don't work for Trump. They don't. Right. People don't want to say it. It's uh, and look, once it goes head to head, you'd see what uh, Sleepy Joe does or Crazy Bernie or Pocahontas. It's I'm telling you, Andrew, it's going to be a landslide in yeah. 2020 for Trump. It's going to be amazing. I believe it will be. Ed Martin, y'all go get a snack after the show. And then you come back at 9 o'clock and you listen to Brother Ed Martin and the Ed Martin Movement. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it, my friend. All right, Andrea. Talk to you soon. See you. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Stay tuned. We're going to take a skinny little break. When we come back, we're going to answer the phones. We're going to give away a family four-pack of tickets to the San Diego County Fair. We've got some other topics to get into. Um, like, who's trying to who's trying to tell teenagers today that prostitution's a good gig if you can get it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good times. We're going to talk about it when we come back. We're Andrea Kasia coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E.
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> Register for The Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletter. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego. Hey, Andrea Kay here. And if you missed the mega used car tent sale last month, no worries. You'll get another chance to see the largest, cleanest selection of pre-owned vehicles this Thursday through Sunday at SDCCU Stadium. In case you forgot, they have something for everyone's budget, from low-mileage cars under ten grand, to fast sports cars, and luxury SUVs. Forget the cheap suits and the hair gel of those dealer salesmen and work with the best, the mega used car tent sale, this Thursday through Sunday at SDCCU Stadium. There might be danger lurking inside your electrical panel, and you might not even know it. Hi, I'm Romo, field manager at ER Electric. In the last 20 years of working in the field, I met many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards that exist in their electrical system. A simple electrical panel inspection tune-up can be the solution to save you a lot of trouble, inconvenience, and money. Don't risk putting your family and house in danger. If you're experiencing flickering or dimming lights, partial power, or high electrical bills, you could have an outdated electrical system. ER Electric is offering you a free electrical panel tune-up inspection when you call us at 858-877-8229. Call us now and schedule your appointment, and I will personally take your call. 858-877-8229. At ER Electric, we put the safety of your family and home ahead of profits. Call now, 858-877-8229, or visit erelectricsd.com. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks ended very narrowly mixed as we began the two-week sprint to the first half 2019 report card day, a week from Friday. At this point, the market's up a little over 15%, and with record levels just 2% away. Now, that means any window dressing would certainly favor the bulls, an option which is closed out Thursday and Friday of this week. Now, the street... It's nearly always naked short when the options expire. So they need a down move to be profitable. That may trigger some job boning at least the end of this week to talk things down. The Fed meets tomorrow and Wednesday. It's a toss-up. Will they cut rates? The 10-year Treasury down two at 208 says they will. But they may also wait till July. But the bulls have been in command most of the year. 
despite terror tantrums, swamp wars, Iran, North Korea, and all the rest. For now, that looks like old news. Bill Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Hashtag Monday Motivation. Somebody was motivated to win four tickets to the San Diego County Fair, and she's on the line now, called in to win the family four-pack, and she's going to tell us what her favorite fair food is. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show, Michelle. Oh, hey, Andrea. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks. Glad, thanks for calling in. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. You. Oh, I'm so excited about these tickets. Okay, well, good. So that tells me you're somebody that uh, likes, enjoys the fair. What do you like to eat when you're there? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So my favorite is Chicken Charlie's. Have you been to Chicken Charlie's? Oh, yeah, girl. What do you like to get from there? So they do a double patty hamburger, and it's stuffed with two glazed donuts on each side. <laughs> it is unbelievable. In honor of Andrea K, they do donuts of bun. Oh, that's awesome. Carrot Sticks was just saying, he thinks they call that the Luther Vandross. Why would they call that the Luther? Oh, the heart attack. <laughs> Luther was smooth, baby. I need to eat me one of those while listening to a little Luther Vandross. That's what I need to do. That's some good uh, 90s throwback jams music. All right, Ma, uh, Michelle, you stay on the line, and DJ Carrot Sticks is going to get your information, and we're going to make sure you get those family four-pack of tickets to go to the fair. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Andrea. All right. Um, Okay, it was crazy on Twitter today, let me tell y'all. First of all, uh, I I come to Twitter and I find out, you know what's trending today? Uh, That OJ is on Twitter. Now, we could could spend the entire hour talking about all the people that have been banned from Twitter, like live action, Lila Rose, Laura Loomer, even some people that you might consider controversial, like maybe Milo Yiannopoulos or Gavin McGinnis. Um, but at least none of them were, were accused or found guilty in a civil court of chopping, trying to decapitate a couple of people. No, OJ, I come, I get on Twitter today to find out OJ's got a Twitter account, but Laura Loomer doesn't. Also on Twitter trending today was Alex Jones from, um, I don't remember. I don't Infowars. Infowars. Thank you. I, know, I have never seen one episode or done anything with Alex Jones. I'm having a hard time believing that he actually sent porn to the victims of Sandy Hook. I'm not going to say he didn't because I don't have any evidence either way. But I'm kind of thinking he might be onto something in terms of being framed. Because if that had happened, would we not have heard about that like uh, by now? Well, yeah, it's something's fishy with that story and that that the lawyers are the ones that found it. In, in the, yeah, in, how in convenient that it was the Sandy Hook uh, victims, lawyers who, after all this time, suddenly found it. You know, I, yeah, that that seems a little sketchy. So, um, I do think that he did go off the rails though, and did um, with his threats today. But I kind of get it. If if I had been framed, and and he seemed pretty sincere in saying that he was framed. I don't know, and I'm not supportive of him. Uh, I don't know him either way. Um, but it, if he's been framed. Wouldn't they know that, Carrot Sticks? Isn't there a way to go back through through technology oh, and yeah, know exactly totally. who There'll sent a what way, when? A way to prove it, either prove his innocence or prove that he's guilty. But, you know, when you, when you saw him going off like that, I mean, can you really blame him? No. No, when, absolutely when not. attacking him and possibly, you know, his livelihood and, and you know, have to go to jail or something. So he, yeah. I saw him get all upset, and at first I thought, oh, well, God, he's overacting. But then 
I read the whole story. I said, no, he's not. No. I mean, to me, that actually displays somebody who's innocent, to be honest. It, it really does. Um, if he did it, then he is a creep and he deserves to be completely further demonetized and deplatformed. If he was framed, I hope the, the attorneys who did it are complete. I hope they get Oberlin, kind of like what happened to Oberlin University. So then Trump, Trump on Twitter today, he tweets out tro- totally trolling the left about, you know what? I think people will demand a third term. And so then everybody's hysterical today that, oh, he's not going anywhere. He see he's such a little dictator. No, they'll, it, it, first of all, we've kind of got a little thing called the U.S. Constitution. It's, it's never been a, a Republican, as far as I can tell, who had a problem with the peaceful transfer of power. No, what we're seeing right now is it's the Democrats who cannot accept when the person that they didn't want to win, they wanted Hillary Clinton. They didn't want to accept that. So they've done everything that they could do. First of all, they did everything that they could do to cover up her crimes, to try to install her as the president. Then when it didn't work, they've done everything that they could do in a coup attempt. So, you know, really it's the Democrats that have a little problem with the peaceful transfer of power. But Trump was absolutely brilliant with trolling the left today. That was a good one. You know what? He kind of reminds me a little bit of Muhammad Ali, where he's a great (laughs) trash talker, and it really gets in the head of his opponents. Yeah, and they are always saying, oh, so-and-so's in Trump's head. Ain't nobody in Trump's head. Uh, another thing that was hilarious today was that I guess when he was doing the interview with George Stephanopoulos, he told his guy, um, his chief of staff who was having a, a coughing jag to get out of the room. It's like, yeah, okay. Maybe he was a little rude about it, but you know, if I get, if I'm going into a coughing fit, I step out of the room. I, I don't have to be told, but did you hear what the view said today? Carrot sticks. Uh-huh. They I don't said, watch the view. well, I don't either, but I heard about. It. They said because it was also on Twitter. They said that he had that that was his chief of staff trying to cue Trump, try to give him signals, kind of like coaches, like baseball coaches when they get the signals, right? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but then the king of Twitter in the lead right now in the running to be uh, my hero of the week is Kevin Sorbo. Did you hear about some of his tweets today? I did hear some of his tweets. Absolutely brilliant. He started out today. Making the left hysterical with this tweet. If women are upset at Trump's naughty words, who in the blank bought 80 million copies of Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, ouch, that one hurt. I felt that one all the way over here in seeing you. Then this other one was brilliant. That was, that was kind of snarky. This was dead on. 68 people were killed in mass shootings in 2018. Did you know that about 2,000 were killed by illegal aliens? Just saying, build a wall. Oh, snap. Last one. This might be my favorite. A party that supports abortion over life, illegal, illegal aliens over its citizens, and refugees over its veterans is going to lecture me on morals. Don't think so. Man, that's bold. That was some seriously great, great tweets today. Um, I think I might have to spend a little bit more time on Twitter because you know what? Donald Trump, what, with, with what's happened, what, what are you swatting mosquitoes away in there? No, there was something falling down from the ceiling. <laughs> Okay. Um, you don't you don't do much on Twitter, DJ. No, I'm not. I don't do Twitter. I do Instagram and Facebook, and that's it for me. Yeah. Well, I can find good content on Twitter, um, Facebook with their algorithms. You just don't see as much, I guess, because I don't do as much Twitter. I'm not as negatively affected by a lot of the algorithms, and so I'm still able to see a lot of good stuff on on Twitter versus I have Facebook. Noticed on I do Twitter to try to find guests for the show. Yeah. And I've noticed on Twitter, and especially on Instagram, I use that a little bit more. There's so many more ads. Yeah. Like every other yeah, post it's crazy. now is an ad. It's crazy. 
Well, thank you guys uh, for tuning in tonight. We've got a great show for y'all tomorrow. We've got none other than America's Sheriff. Sheriff David Clark is going to be on tomorrow night's show. What are you laughing at, DJ Kirsten? I, I think he's going to be on Friday's show. No, he's going to be on tomorrow's show. No, he's well. We got this week. We got David Sheriff Clark who's going to be on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. Um, I didn't have time to get into it, but there's bombshell emails have come out to show that a Democrat fixer was successfully able to get a negative stories about Ilhan Omar out of a Minnesota paper. So, you know, I'm wondering when the impeachment is going to start for this woman because she really needs to go. She's a criminal. Hopefully anyway, sooner than later. Yeah, sooner than later, people. All right, love you all. Be back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time.